From the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia, this is Radio Rotary. Hi, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to another edition of Radio Rotary, sponsored by local Rotarians, your friends dedicated to service. Each week we chat with your neighbors about great things happening in your community and around the world people sharing ways to improve your life. And today we're very excited because we're coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And we'll be chatting with Rotarians from around the world about the great work Rotary is doing to serve all of humanity. Hello, hello, and welcome back to this segment of Radio Rotary. We are broadcasting live from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia, and Jonah and I are talking to David Haralela. Did I pronounce that correctly? Perfect. Perfect. Hey, and David, you're from Hong Kong. I'm a I'm an Indian with a Chinese tan, whatever you want to call it. Well, this is truly international here at the convention. So tell us about your um, group. We call them Rags Rotary Action Groups, and it's called the One. And I believe you're the founder. Yes, in uh, 2012, when I was governor, I was asked by our RI president. To, to reach within to embrace humanity. So how do you embrace humanity? I want to do something impactful. So I always admired Mother Teresa. So I started this charity called One, which looks for those special individuals who dedicate every day of their lives to helping the poor. And so we search for them throughout the world and we give away 200,000 US every year to the winners. $200,000? US, yes. So are people nominated or do you actually solicit people? I, what's the process? The process is we ask Rotarians to get involved. Okay. It has to be nominated by a Rotarian because we can't be there globally, but the Rotarian is out there doing good every day. So he can help us by nominating these great individuals. They cannot be Rotarians, but they have to be nominated by a Rotarian. So that Rotarians are the boots on the ground. Bingo. And we look for them to nominate or be a representative. A representative is somebody who helps us promote the one in their area. So, David, uh, this this organization you started, the One International Humanitarian Award, give us some example of some of the people who have gotten this $200,000 grant for their great work and what kind of work they were doing. Sure. Can you can you walk over with me? So I can, these are the, we call this the Hall of Fame. We've been operating for six years. Let me, let, me, let me describe it for our listeners. There are photographs of people in various parts of the world, some in hospitals, some surrounded by little children. And uh, if you lift up the uh, uh, cover, you find out what it is they did. So let's take Scott Nielsen of Phnom Penh, Cambodia. What did he do? He's a movie director who quit, quit Hollywood because he wanted to help abandoned children in Cambodia. He dedicated his whole life to helping orphanages in, in uh, Cambodia. Here's a man, Narayan Krishnan, who saw children eating CRAP. Sorry, excuse my English. And he, this, he saw men eating crap because they didn't have any food. And he said, what am I doing? So he dedicated his whole life to feeding the elderly. He was the winner of one of the years. So you've got Sindhu Thai again, they, looks after hundreds of orphans. Okay, she's from India. This is a woman who uh, looks to be uh, a senior citizen in a sari feeding uh, children who are crying from hunger. And she's from India and she's taking care of her own. What a terrific story. There's so many great stories, even for the first time. I never knew what palliative care is. One of our finalists from Mongolia 
she looks after elderly people because they're sick and nobody can look after them. So even she's a finalist. So we're very proud of our Hall of Fame. So, uh, David, uh, tell us, if people want more information about The One, is there a uh, website that you can uh, point us to? Absolutely. It's www.theonerotary3450.org. Say that one more time. www.theonerotary3450.org. Well, David, how many uh, conferences, conventions have you been to? We've been to every convention since 2012 promoting The One. And remind us, how many winners have, have gotten the $200,000 for the humanitarian it's, work? It's 100000 to the winner. Oh, 50000 goes to the finalists. All right. How Everybody's many, a winner. How many have gotten that? We have, everyone here has got money. Every, so, so let's, uh, uh, four, about 25 or so? Four, four, so 16, 19, 20, uh, 24 people. Oh, I was off by one. Very good. Well, plus, David? Plus, I can tell you something. People in the audience, when we announce the winner, we get donations. So people donate extra money. That goes directly to them. That's terrific. Well, David Hariella of uh, Hong Kong, thank you so much for everything you're doing to recognize worthy people who are helping society. And thanks for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. We're here at the Rotary International Convention, Atlanta, Georgia. And right now I'm joined by my co-host for the day and our uh, producer, Kathy Kruger. And our guest is Dennis Spurgeon. He's with the Palm Springs Sunrise, or Sun Up, I should say, Rotary Club in California. Dennis, good morning and welcome to Radio Rotary. Thank you. This is wonderful. So, tell us, you're involved with something called Project Peanut Butter. What's that all about? Project Peanut Butter is a sustainable program that is done in a country where they start with the farms, the factories, the clinics, education, so that it's all done on World Health Guidelines and therefore funded with World Health monies. And you're manufacturing, you're growing peanuts and manufacturing peanut butters overseas. In what country? Malawi for 15 years, wow. Sierra Leone for 10 years, Ghana was a new program that was initiated with a grants from Rotary and a grant from Hershey Corporation. And why peanut butter? Because peanut butter was found to be high in protein, it, uh, if it's done right in the proper form or formula, they don't have to um, refrigerate it because we're talking about remote areas. and. It, um, it is digestible by kids with severe acute malnutrition because severe acute malnutrition, the only treatment before was hospitalization and it only worked about 25% of the time. So that's really brilliant in simplicity. Uh, Kathy, you're a registered nurse, besides being our radio producer. Uh, how does this strike you? I, I think it's great. I have heard through the grapevine from, you could basically almost just live on peanut butter if you had to for a length of time. Is that is that true? Would you say that? Well, well just made me yeah. say that I, I have a cousin whose son pretty much did that. He was a pretty picky eater. Yeah. But uh, Dennis, what, what do you think about that? Well, it, the issue is the people who did this experimented over years to find what worked. And that is what works. Now, I'd like to talk about my newest grant. Sure. Okay. We've written four grants, and the fifth one's being written now. The third grant was the ex to get Sierra Leone's factory so it could handle the whole country. Now, in doing that and having it in Sierra Leone effective, the government of Sierra Leone, Sierra Leone turned around totally. So Sierra Leone, World Health, World Food Program, 
Project Peanut Butter got together and said, where do we need to go in Sierra Leone now? And they chose a district, not a rotary district, a district of Sierra Leone that is totally inaccessible. It is so inaccessible that there's no roads to get there. They have to cross the river on a pontoon bridge and they have to cross the creeks. So one of the things the Rotary Grant's going to do is buy a Land Rover to get the stuff there. There is no health care at all there. At this point in time, they do uh, Polio Plus by dropping in once a year to give um, polio vaccine. But 16,000 kids die a year because there's no health care. Okay? So this grant is going to buy equipment to set up stationary clinics and mobile clinics in that whole area, 325,000 people and in remote area, and 16,000 die in a year. It is going to be funded with the help of Sierra Leone's government and World Health, UNICEF, and Project Peanut Butter. All we have to do is put in startup money and it's fully sustainable from then. Well, that sounds terrific. If people want more information, who are listening at home, they want more information about Project Peanut Butter and the great work you're doing, do you have a website, or how would they find out about it? Uh, Project Peanut Butter has a web website. It's called projectpeanutbutter.org. And on that site, there is a thing that says Rotary International Grants. And it lists all five we have, including the one now. We are also listed on the matching grant site. To contact me specifically, they can put in D-S-P-U-R-G-I-N-D-C at yahoo.com and put in Rotary or Project Peanut Butter, and I'll respond back to them. So if, someone, if a Rotary group club wanted to help you out with this project, what, what, what could we do? The two things I'm looking for is DDF or cash. If they give DDF... Well, explain what DDF is. District designated funds. If you provide $1,000 in district designated funds, Rotary International matches it with $1,000. If you put in $1,000 of cash, matching money from Rotary International is 500 that's the way it, it works. I need a number of clubs and districts together to get $188,000. Wow. Okay. Now, the next thing. The next thing is where do we go next? Okay, these, these are functioning sustainable. We don't have to put any more money. At our booth today, I have countries from Africa, South America, Asian, including all the islands of Asia, India, Nepal, coming to me saying they need this. Mm. They need this in their country sustainably. And how are we going to get it? I tell them I can write the grants, but I don't have the contacts to get enough funding to fund these to get the Rotary thing. We just can't do it. We've got to find the money in large amounts of money to get it done or corporate money like we did with Ghana with Hershey. Hershey Corporation came in with 
uh, I think it's two million dollars, a million two hundred million dollars to to put it in. I mean, they should be congratulated. And Hershey needs to maybe get us some of their buddies to for another. Uh, how would it be to uh, adopt a country, adopt Kenya, adopt Uganda, uh, uh, Tanzania? I mean, I can go with a list, list on and on. So, Dennis, give us that website once yes. again if people want to help you out. Uh, ProjectPeanutButter.org. With Dennis Spurgeon uh, of the Palm Springs Sunup uh, California Rotary Club, thank you for everything you're doing to feed hungry children in the, in the areas that need it, and thanks for joining us today on Radio Rotary. Thank you very much. This is a pleasure. Yes, thank you again for helping our children. Let me remind our listeners they're in tune with Radio Rotary on the air and around the world by podcast on iTunes and at RadioRotary.org. My name is Jonah Treboss, and my co-host is Sarah O'Connell, and we're coming to you from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. And Jonah, Radio Rotary is sponsored by Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, please visit them at salisburybank.com. And by Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946. And by the Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley. And we'll be back with more of the Rotary International Convention from Atlanta, Georgia, after these important messages. Not all superheroes wear capes. Most wear jeans or sweaters or suits, just like ordinary people, because that's what they are. They are the 1.2 million members of Rotary, men and women whose superpowers are the capacity to care and the desire to make the world better. So the next time you need a superhero, don't look in the sky, look in the mirror. Learn more at Rotary.org. Rotary, humanity in motion. For information about Rotary in the Hudson Valley, visit www.rotarydistrict7210.org. Hi, this is Sue Doyle of Absolute Auction and Realty. Back in 1946, we began serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley. Today, our clientele spans the globe, but we still consider each person we meet to be an important member of our AAR family. From specialty collections to real estate, antique and estate to vehicles, we auction it all for people just like you. Whether you're a seasoned auction enthusiast or a novice, our website, aarauctions.com, is packed with tips and examples designed to make your buying and selling experiences the best they can be. So enjoy your visit to AAR Auctions. Tell your friends about us, and please come back often. That's aarauctions.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company offers personal and business banking, residential mortgages, commercial lending, and trust and wealth management services. With 14 locations throughout the tri-state region in Dutchess, Orange, Ulster Counties, the northwest corner of Connecticut, and southern Berkshire County, Massachusetts, which includes our Riverside Division offices in Poughkeepsie, Red Oaks Mill, Fishkill, New Paltz, and Newburgh. Salisbury Bank is your personal bank in your community, making local decisions and delivering the highest quality of customer service. Salisbury Bank is your local bank for all your personal, business, and wealth management needs. Check us out at salisburybank.com. That's salisburybank.com. Salisbury Bank and Trust Company. Member FDIC, an equal housing lender. Salisbury Bank, enriching. Georgia. Georgia. 
The Hi everyone, this is Sarah O'Connell. And this is Jonah Trebowasser. And welcome back to our exclusive coverage of the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. Here we are back at the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. Jonah, we're talking to Mark Harbison, and he is in real estate. More importantly, he's from Maui, Hawaii, and we are talking about blindness prevention. Well, aloha, Mark. Yeah, are, are you guys familiar with Rotarian Action Groups? Well, explain to our listeners who might not be. There are about 16 of them, and they basically kind of parallel the areas of focus of Rotary. So, for example, the uh, Rotarian Action Group, we call them RAGs, by the way, an abbreviation. So the RAG for blindness prevention fits into the disease prevention uh, area of focus of Rotary. And uh, essentially, the most important activity of uh, the RAG for Blindness is developing global grants uh, to address blindness issues, and especially in developing countries. So one of our activities is to fund what they call cataract camps. And so in a developing country, they can, they can invite a thousand people to a Rotaract camp and they'll screen them and pick maybe two or three hundred to actually give surgery at any given time. And that generally costs about $50,000 in India. In the United States, it would cost half a million. You know, but it, uh, cataract surgery in India costs $20 an eye. So when I had it, it was 2000 an eye, right? <laughs> so, Mark, what got you interested in blindness prevention? Uh, I have a dear friend in Delhi, India, who is part of this rag. And uh, that's kind of his calling, his passion. And then also, uh, past district governor Frank Devlin, and actually, he's a past Rotary International president. He is our honorary president of our RAP. Well, he's an optometrist, right? Yes, that's correct. And he owns a very large company in uh, Mexico that basically, he's the Bosch and Loeb of Mexico. So Yeah, we've uh, met him and interviewed him at the United Nations, Jonah. Oh, yeah. That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. He's quite an important guy. Yes, he is. Uh, and he also, uh, right now we're partnering with the International Eye Foundation, and we're doing a $400,000 grant in India to build a blindness hospital. Mark, what are some of the causes of blindness? Uh... In, in, in developing countries, a lot of the times it's diabetes, because that almost immediately leads to uh, cataracts. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's a lot of it's based in prenatal and nutritional and things like that, is my understanding? I, it is based on that, because, you know, obesity leads to diabetes, and diabetes leads to right. cataracts. Right, right. Uh, the other thing is macular degeneration, which, you know, you virtually there's really nothing you can do about it. There are some laser treatments, but that's a little advanced for a developing country. Our main thing is diagnostics, so making sure that kids have glasses if they need them, uh, and then the cataracts. That's, that's a very big deal. 
So Mark uh, Harbison uh, of uh, Maui, Hawaii, if uh, folks at home want to learn more about pre blindness prevention and your Rotarian Action Group, is there a website? Yes, there is. And it's, uh, it's actually, let me spell it out because there's a funny number in there. So it's rag4bp.org and the four is a numeral four. Give it to us once again. So it's R A G numeral four bp.org. Well, Mark Harbison of Maui, Hawaii, thank you for everything you're doing for blindness prevention, and thank you for joining us this morning on Radio Rotary. Well, thank you for putting us on. That's wonderful. Well, I'm joined now at the microphone here at the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia, by our producer, Kathy Kruger. Kathy, how are you enjoying the uh, convention so far? It's just lovely. We've met wonderful, wonderful people. <laughs> That's true, and one of the wonderful people we've met is LaDonna Wicklin of Iowa City, Iowa, and she's involved with something called I Can Read Songs. LaDonna, good morning and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. It's a pleasure to be here. I love Rotary and I love literacy, so this is a perfect occasion for me. Well, but you're not saying in your organization, I can read books. It's I can read songs. What's that all about? The I Can Read creates songs that help children learn to read and write 13 high-frequency words. So in learning to read and write these words, they can move into reading print and writing little messages very, very quickly. And it builds their confidence and gives them um, an I-can-read feeling. Can you give us an example of what you're talking about, one of the songs? Sure. One of the songs um, says, I go, 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 I go. stop. So that is the word that teaches, that is the song that teaches the word go. That's fabulous. It's a little better than in my day when they, when they engraved Dick and Jane on stone tablets. Uh, and, is, and, and you start as early, I see your son, it says you assist the head starters. So you're starting them even before kindergarten then how to read. Oh, that is definitely correct. Because it's songs and music appeals to young children and they remember songs so easily, they they can actually just learn to read many, many words um, without even knowing they're learning. They just think they're having fun and playing and dancing and singing. And if people want to know more about uh, this great uh, program of I, of I Can Read Songs, is there a website or how would they find out about you folks? There is a website. It's it's uh, I Can Read Songs. Uh, Org. So it's I can read songs with an S dot org. That is correct. And there is a YouTube uh, channel as well. And the YouTube channel allows people to download video, or not download, but view videos of these songs. Um, the, the channel is I can read songs. <laughs> well, that's easy to remember. So, How did you get started thinking about music as a way to get children to start learning how to read? Well, I've been a teacher. I was a teacher for 40 years, and um, throughout my years teaching, I used music to help children line up, to help children learn all sorts of things. And then I realized that I could write some songs that would really give them a boost in literacy. Um, so I started doing that, and now we have this company that... That's perfect. My uh, grandson just graduated from, they call pre-K, and he knows the cleanup song, and now he knows that word clean when he sees the word clean. <laughs> Music really works. Yes. 
Well, LaDonna Wickland of the Iowa City Rotary Club, thank you so much for joining us on Radio Rotary, and thanks for everything you're doing to bring literacy to children through music. That's great. We're delighted now to welcome to Radio Rotary Milton Frary of Weatherby and District England. He's a Rotarian, and he's involved in something called the Wheelchair Foundation. So, Milton, good morning, and welcome to Radio Rotary. Good morning. Good morning. So what is the Wheelchair Foundation? The Wheelchair Foundation UK is uh, very similar to other organizations that you might be used to in the States of delivering wheelchairs generally. But we have an added concept that we deliver other wheelchair disability and aids and also take out teams of physiotherapists, orthopedic surgeons to train local people in the countries. And uh, do you provide these services free of charge? All Rotarian free of charge, at no cost to Rotary, as they say. Now, the wheelchairs, are they, are they new or rebuilt or refurbished? Uh, we have two programs. They have the brand new wheelchairs that are a standard wheelchair that can be modified for spinal injuries like cerebral palsy. But then we also have, as a second arm, we deliver second-hand equipment right across the board. And what uh, countries do you supply the wheelchairs and the uh, physiotherapy to? Yeah. The majority of our work is done in sub-Saharan Africa, but we do go anywhere in the world. I mean, the only countries that we haven't serviced probably is India, but you know, mainly Africa, Caribbean. And do the Rotarians travel to these uh, countries to install the wheelchairs and do the uh, physiotherapy work, or is it just shipped out? No, we encourage Rotarians to actually go and see how their monies are being spent and have hands-on involvement. Uh, most of our you know, specialists these are Rotarians as well. You know, you've got a great poster up there. I'm going to ask Sarah to read the, the, the logo on the poster. Yesterday, I was a maggot crawling on the ground. Today, I am a butterfly. So what inspired that saying? Well, having traveled you know, in over 30 countries in Africa, as a, an able-bodied person, old, a bit overweight as usual, but I'd always wondered what you know, a disabled person feels like when we lift them off the ground, give them the opportunity of hope to go to school, go to work, what goes through their minds? And this young lady with this sayings beside, this is what she said to me. I mean, I've had people say, well, a maggot does not turn into a butterfly. In Africa, it does. Well, that's a beautiful saying. That's a tremendous reward for what you're doing here, Milton. If people at home want more information about the Wheelchair Foundation, do you have a website? Yes, www.wheelchairfoundationuk.org. Repeat that for us. Wheelchairfoundationuk.org. Let's say that again. www.wheelchairfoundationuk.org. All right, everyone's written that one down. Milton Frary of the uh, Weatherby and District uh, Rotary Club in England, thank you so much for everything you're doing to increase mobility for people around the world, and thanks for joining us this morning from, on Radio from, Rotary. From Yorkshire. Yorkshire. There's a lot of history up in those hills. One All of our right. sponsors is Yorkshire Tea. Yorkshire oh, Tea. I could, I could go. go for a cup right now. Thanks for joining us on Radio Rotary. It's Milton. a pleasure. It's a pleasure. Thank, Thank you. you. It's been a great pleasure to bring you today's edition of Radio Rotary from the Rotary International Convention in Atlanta, Georgia. Our thanks to the great folks at the Rotary Press Office, Chanel Williams, Vivian Fiore, and Audrey Carl for all of their help here at the convention. 
and our thanks to our sponsors. Salisbury Bank, your regional bank. For all of your personal business and wealth management needs, visit them at salisburybank.com and by Absolute Auction and Realty, serving the auction and appraisal needs of the Hudson Valley since 1946. And by the Rotary Clubs of the Hudson Valley of New York. For the entire Radio Rotary team, my co-host Sarah O'Connell, our producer Kathy Kruger, and the Wizard of the Buttons, our great engineer Mr. Jay Verzi, this is Jonah Trebois, so thanking you for tuning in and inviting you to join us again next week at this very same time for another edition of Radio Rotary. And don't forget our website, RadioRotary.org. So long from Atlanta. So long from Atlanta.